Hey everyone, welcome back to the Shuffle Quest podcast. This is Daily Shuffle episode four. And in this episode, Matt and I discuss this year's latest releases, including Emancipator, Thundercat, Knowledge, Eve's Tumor, and a whole lot more. We hope you enjoy. You know, I wanted to start things off today before we before we get into it, you know. I just wanted to say rest in peace to my guy, John Prine, you know, country legend. He uh, unfortunately died today, actually, Tuesday, what is this, April 7th of 2020. Man, from uh, the coronavirus, unfortunately, it got our friend, and uh, may he rest easy, you know. Honestly, Matt and I, I think I can speak for both of us, we're kind of new fans. Like, we just in the last six months Mm -hmm. discovered John Prine, and... um, it's really unfortunate, you know. I, I I got to know his music, and I didn't get to know the guy, and um, it's just sad, you know. Uh, it's it's it's, it's it sad, sad that this uh, that this Rona has taken taken another life, taken another life. But anyways, yeah. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. John would want us to be up, not down, right now. I could tell from his songs. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about some new music. You know, because we are in April. Lots so of new music. Lots of new music has come out. Um, some stuff's getting delayed because of coronavirus, but still some major releases that have come out. And then there's also some major releases coming up the next two weeks. So, but there's one major release that uh, is, 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 is a hot topic amongst us in our <laughs> server. And that release is the brand new Emancipator album, Mountain of Memory, which is, uh, would you say this is your second favorite artist of all time? Um, would that be safe you know, to say? It's really hard because like, if I had like a top five or whatever, it's really hard because they're pretty much all of different genres. So it's like, I like him just as much as... Like a Kanye, but in like a different way, you know? Okay, okay. But Odessa's number one, right? Or no? Um, they'd be up there too, yeah. I don't know. So it, I, so it's hard to say. They're all just tied for first, huh? Kanye, Emancipator, and Odessa. Right, right. Okay, so... Right, all in different ways. I'm just, I'm just trying to set the scene for the people, you know? Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. the, 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 the new album came out. How many albums has he had out? I'm, I'm not sure, like seven or eight? Is this his eighth? I think this is his seventh, actually. Oh, seventh or eight. Well, Let me double check. Pretty good guess. I just kind of pulled that out of a hat. I'm not like the Emancipator Stan here, you know. Uh, that would be Matt. But, you know, I've enjoyed some Emancipator in the past. You know, Matt likes to paint me as a, uh, a down. Sixth. 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 Wow. Okay. That's. I mean, he's had he's had a, a couple of remix albums, a live two live albums. But this is but like his, studio uh, albums. Sixth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Yeah. Um, so explain Emancipator for the folks at home who might not know Emancipator's music, like like what what genre, what's the vibe, painted out for us. Right. So Emancipator is a down tempo artist. Um, he makes music that I well I discovered him because somebody was using him in the. Uh, actually, I think I was watching a uh, somebody's live. I can't even remember who, but somebody was uh, live and they were just talking about music and he was playing uh soon it will be cold enough uh in the background actually he was playing uh first snow off of soon it will be cold cold enough ah yes yes. and uh 
I just like, I was like, let me check this out. So I, I listened to that album and, uh, like when I first listened to it, I thought, yeah, no, that's fine. That's a fine vibe, whatever. I didn't really care too much, but then like over the course of like a few months, I just got so into it until I just couldn't stop listening to it. Like it started for me as just background music and I would just listen to it when I, whenever I studied or worked. And that's what I think most people would approach this kind of yeah. music as down tempo music. Um, but then I think I just listened to it so much that I just started to become a big fan of his production and, uh, the rest is history. And I've, I've got currently not including since before I had last FM, I've got something like 3,400 scrabbles of insane, uh, him as an artist. That's absolutely nuts. Oh, and his real name is Doug Appling. Really? He doesn't, <laughs> so, he doesn't really look, look, look his, like a Doug to me. Yeah, so like, isn't, yeah. Uh, isn't Student Will Be Cold Enough, isn't that one of the, um, I guess for the Rate Your Music community, isn't that one of the top down-tempo albums on the site? Like, it's, it's like top 10 or something, it's right? It's a pretty, I don't know about top 10, but it is in the top 50 for down-tempo oh, okay, albums. Okay. Um, it's a pretty pretty revered album. Uh, that was his breakout album, his very first album, which is a great album. album. Uh, I love that album. I gotta give it a nine out of ten. It's he, just solid. Yeah, he put it out in two thousand six, and uh, in two thousand eight, good old. Do you pronounce it New Jobs? I hope I don't get screwed. Is it New Hobbies? How do you? Pr- how I've you heard it, it New Hobbies. That's how I refer to it okay. as. So okay, New Hobbies. Well, he. Uh, I'm gonna get clowned for that, but he. Uh, <laughs> He discovered that album uh, two years after it was put out and said, hey, man, I could really uh, help you out with this. I dig it. I dig the vibe you're on. And so uh, it, that that album actually got mastered by New Hobbies. Um, and so I think that that kind of got him like people really like that guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Um legendary producer but um i think the fact that he was involved in that project really gave it a lot more notoriety oh yeah like, okay who's this guy that that he's he's messing around with okay he he must have something right you know and uh he's kind of been like a uh like a sleeper in the electronic like a sleeper cult following within the electronic community so like there's like a lot of people there's like he's got a very passionate small not super small following. I mean, if you look at his uh, his like plays on streaming and everything, he's got like almost a million monthly listeners. So, but as far as like more modern down tempo music goes, he's pretty pretty. Oh up yeah, there. yeah. You know, um, down tempo is is it kind of it's not like an underground genre, but it's 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 not like a very popular genre, is it? Like, I mean, I think it kind of is, not really. But like, I I think it. It had its peak in popularity in the late '90s, so like way before Emancipation. Really? Was wow. Um, wow. Yeah, because I actually didn't know Portis that. Portishead. Yeah. Oh, Portishead okay, Dunny, okay. When that I guess, came out, I, I guess I thought that know? more of like trip hop. Isn't trip hop kind of like related to down tempo so in like a way? It's like they're pretty similar. Yeah, they're pretty similar. Um, and like a lot of things that you'd see as tagged as down tempo would also be tagged as trip hop. Oh, okay, okay. That makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense. So anyways, the new album dropped, 
it's a uh, you know six sixth album, and uh, obviously we were all paying attention to Matt's reaction uh, of the album since it is like tied for first for him as as far as like favorite artists go. So why don't you tell the people what are your feelings on the album? I mean, how long have we had it? I mean, it's not even been a, a week yet. A but week. what's your a week. wow? Yeah, I mean, what's your like initial thoughts on it so far? Can you give it like a, a score? Out of ten, yeah. What's what? Yeah, lay it so, out for us. Lay it out for us. The the first time I listened to it, and this is actually how all of them go. Every single Emancipator album, the first time I listened to it, and the first couple times I listened to it, I immediately loved the whole thing, like the whole the whole album. So I gave it a ten outright, um, and then I just kind of like let it simmer for a bit, and then like from there, um, I'll just notice things in production that I just I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, like I think I, I have the first two albums, Sooner Will Be Cold Enough and Safe in the Steep Cliffs, that are still sitting in a ten, and the rest of them I, I don't have an album of his rated below it below an eight. Like I I, I love all of it, um, and so this was kind of this, a similar situation. I'm sitting at a nine now, just because there's oh. and we could talk about it if we go through the tracks. There's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. song that or two songs, two songs that I just like. I'm not like there big are on just because of like s- certain things that he did with the. The sound there, of certain things. I just yeah, yeah. There are fourteen yeah. tracks, so instead of going track by track, why don't we pick out our favorites and our least favorites? So I'll let you start with. Let's start with the good, the favorites. All right, what are all your right, absolute right. favorites I really on like this the album? Opener. Oh, I do too. I really like. Yeah, the opener. I thought it was good. I feel like the opener kind of kicks it off with like a. It's it's almost like a. It's almost like a. What was that? Hold his, on, uh, hold on. What was that? What did I just hear? Was that your stomach? Was that your know. cat? What happened? What came out of you? I don't, I don't know what that was. I didn't know if the mic picked it up, but like, it was like, that was really uh, weird. I think whoa. it's. A, I'm on this diet. It didn't even come from my stomach though. It came from like my throat. I was like, you know, some oh, traditional oh, oh. throat singing going on. Have there. you and, ever like, involuntarily? Have you ever had like gas? But like, like a fart, right? But it doesn't like come out of your ass. Right. It's just like in your intestines. It mm. kind of bubbles up. You're like, Rrr. have you have, have so you ever like, had that? <laughs> that has only happened to me if I've tried to hold it in all day. That happens to me every day on this gluten free diet, <laughs> dude. I imagine. I imagine that that's what it feels like when a pregnant woman feels a baby kick. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, back to the album. <laughs> Oops. All right, all right, all right. So, like the opener, "Alligator." I really like that one. Um, I th- like. I, I was saying that I don't know how far into this I got, but I think that it's kind of like a good um, like tribute to his uh, prior stuff. Like it's a little bit got that vibe, but it, it yeah. kind of expands in different ways um, and. Uh, I'd say I like obviously you know well it's not obvious but I do like the next two but then I think another highlight for me is Dodo I really Dodo's like Dodo good, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually I think Dodo uh, I read in his AMA that that is the first song that he's ever played the drums himself on like he actually himself played the drums oh, on oh so. does he usually have like a studio musician come on in and he has yeah he has somebody else do it um and then uh, I like Blue Dream, but then Awakenings is another big highlight for me. I think Awakenings is like so like Awakenings is almost almost gets house vibe. Like it's it's got a big yeah yeah. There is more of a house house vibe for sure. 
Yeah, uh, which he does a couple times on this album, and I think it's pretty interesting because, like, um, I think he did a little bit of that on um, Seven Seas. On Seven Seas, he did he did a little bit of that as well, but it's kind of got a different vibe to it on this one. Like, Seven Seas was a lot more, um, I don't even know how to describe it, like, underwater. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel, it's a, it's a, it's a really, uh, yeah, that, I'll just leave it at that. And then this one's a lot more airy, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a weird way to describe it, but that's... That's yeah, how, I think I feel about it. Um, all of his albums, at least to me, like an outsider in the genre, um, these albums have a, a strong feeling of nature. Maybe that's because there's always nature mm-hmm. on the album cover. All inspired by nature. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you told me that once that they were. They definitely feel like nature. I think the best time to listen to these kinds of albums is outside. That's my personal opinion. That's why mm-hmm. I've had like the best experiences with them. But um, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, what are your least favorite tracks, or, or what's that least favorite track that you have? Oh well, I'm almost, I'm almost done with the favorites. Uh, so, like, oh, okay, uh, I'll just go ahead and get the singles out of the way. I like all three singles a lot, and my favorite of the three is Iron Ox. Same, really actually, like yeah. I thought all the singles were really, really good. Iron Ox uh, got me hyped up for the album. Yeah, and then uh, Currents is another kind of housey mix um and I, I there's like some some notes that he plays in there that i think are quite pleasant chiefin is is a is a more interesting one i think it's actually one of his most different songs that i've heard um there's like any i think that there's a there's a sample in it that's really nice yeah uh, you know i was gonna ask in. because you know i've only heard um stay f- safe in the steep clips cliffs excuse me mm-hmm. and um Soon it will be cold enough, and probably some odds and ends. Oh, really? From the car, you know, from from when we've been back and forth. And right. I, I I hear you play it, um, but uh, would you say that this album? And then I guess I've heard what is it, Baralku? How do you pronounce that? Yeah, that's uh, the that's last Baralku. It's named after a, uh, I think, an island in uh, Australia where the peop- indigenous people there say that the dead are alive or something like uh, okay that. so i mean i guess i've heard most of them but like i some of them in the middle like i haven't really um you know sat down with uh, and and you know some good stuff in there i know you know but um so in your opinion did this album kind of like i mean to me it sounded s- similar but different did this album bring anything new to the table? Do you think at, for a sound as a whole, or is it just another one that's good? Or like in, in your opinion, is he going somewhere different on this album or? Well, I think all of them have their own flavor. If I could compare this to one, uh, I guess I would compare it to like a mixture between Dusk, Dusk to Dawn and Seven Seas. But like, uh, cause it's kind of got like that, uh, like, I don't know. There's a different quality to it. Like they all have like a, a pretty distinct vibe to me. Um, like I think that Baraku was kind of like a, uh, more dark, um, like ghostly. <laughs> vibe. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Seven seas is definitely like a tropical kind of thing. There's like some like, uh, undertones of like, uh, reggae and dub kind of vibe in there. Um, Dust to Dawn actually gets kind of jazzy. Um, yeah, I won't yeah. go through all of them, but you know, I, I it, it does have like its own distinct flavor to me. Um, and it's actually interesting that 
um, I think it was Labyrinth, uh, the single Labyrinth. He actually started that one in 2006, and he like started that project file in 2006, and he just finished it for this album. That's absolutely that's insane. That's kind of crazy to me. That is absolutely insane. So, so what are your least favorite tracks? Ha, ha, have you gone through all, all the all, all the ones that you love? Yeah, well, I'll just mention "She Gone to the River." I also like that one, um, and that one's more low key, but I do like that one. So, what's um, the one stinker, I, man? What's holding this back from from a ten out of ten? So a classic. They're actually two in a row that I'm not uh oh like That's like the good. most fond of. Worse, the worst is uh, forged. That's the one that um, and you, and you don't like snakes and ladders. Just, let me guess. Yeah, that's the other one. Those um, ones stuck out to reason, me too. Yeah, and like there's the thing is too like there's things about them that I like, but then uh, so like I'm forged. I'll say what I like about it. There's these um strings in there that when he starts to modulate them a little bit, I think sound really cool. But uh, when they first come in. They kind of sound like a uh, like early two thousands bling era like string spicato. Yeah, hit to me, the the strings sound not, cheap to me. Like the, the instrumental. Not good on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely agree. Wow. And then there's a there's a synth that comes in in the second half that actually like I could forgive that string honestly, but then there's this synth that comes in that sounds like. And again, like an early 2000s or late 90s R&B like uh, synth that's like it just sounds su- like such a dated sound. And he doesn't really it doesn't sound like he really does a whole lot with it. Like it just kind of sounds pretty dry in there. And I don't know. I'm not I'm not super big on that. That, that synth in particular, it's just like there's something about the sound of it that I'm not fond of. And then Snakes and Ladders and like, it, I don't know, it just it just didn't hit me all that all that hard yeah 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 yeah. for me um the snakes and ladders song was definitely the one that stood out the most to me so to like paint the picture we we haven't like really pit ourselves against each other much tonight <laughs> you know like like, like what people don't mm-hmm. know is is you know we've been smack talking each other about this album you know i've been <laughs> yeah. i've been trying to build up the hype about how much I, I hate this album you know but in reality i don't actually hate the album you know what i mean like it's totally <laughs> okay. it's, it's totally fine okay. but i've spent like a week Dude. saying man this sucks this is the shit yeah. like I, I i made so many uh jokes about how bad this album was but to be fair, when I first heard this album, um, I mean, I was really tired and I just kind of had like a bad day, you know, and that definitely affects music listening. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. I've listened to albums on For bad sure. days that I, I've hated, but I've, I've gone back to and given 10 out of 10. So, um, you know, it's all situational. Uh, so, yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Like, I didn't say anything to Matt. <laughs> That I liked or disliked it, but I strongly uh, put out the sense that I didn't like it by Hinted making it, yeah by making tons of jokes not about just, how not shit. Not just like <laughs> yeah, like you you had me thinking like you hated it. Like, yeah, like, was, like worst Lil album. Xan to you or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I actually like it. I think it's really good. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I probably give it like an eight. You know what I mean? Solid. Sounds good. Sounds sounds wow. great in my headphones. Wow. 
Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't give anything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it could be a nine too. I just, I haven't, I haven't, I listened to it maybe four times. Oh my goodness. So, 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 yeah. Like, I wanted to get Matt's live reaction because I, I, I literally have been shitting on <laughs> it shit. in chat with with all of our friends. I'm like, I'm in shock. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In eight. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's really, I, I mean, I I listened to it the morning after, and yeah, I've heard it like four times, and uh, it's solid all the way through, like, I, Matt likes to paint the picture that we all don't like t- down-tempo music, you know, and I'll admit, it's not my favorite genre of all time, I probably p- pick, you know, 20 other genres ahead of it, but I, I don't dislike down-tempo music, not, I don't like it as, right. as, as, as much as, you know, you do. But um, yeah, I thought it was good, man. I mean, the, the instrumentals were were really good. Um, some of my favorites were the singles, but um, I'm really bad with the uh, names on this album. I want to say it's it's either Blue Dream or Awakenings, the the really chill one with the like mm. low end. Which one is that? Is that a, Blue Dreams? Is, Blue Dream is pretty pretty chill. I think that's my favorite. Um, it just has like a really Awakenings good... Awakenings is the one that goes house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blue Dream then. So like Blue Dream, Awakenings, Iron Ox, I think are my favorite three, you know, like like, like that run. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think Iron Ox is one of my favorites too. Um, so good. But I also had the oh, same man. exact feeling uh, with, like with you about the... the I kind of thought that you wouldn't like Snakes and Ladders just at, at how cheap the instrumental sounded. Or you know, not mm-hmm. the whole instrumental, just certain um, instruments that he used sounded. Yeah, there's um, certain elements. In you there. know, you can tell that it's like a DAW. You know, like some of the instruments are right. like all digital. I think that's where it uh, where it faltered. Like it sounded like uber fake. Um, Either so that, that's fine. or it's just not mixed well in there because i know that he actually uses a lot of acoustic instruments yeah he doesn't he doesn't live too a lot of synthetic instruments yeah uh but um i can i i feel like it's probably more likely that he just like didn't blend them in there as well as i would like also personally i mean i don't know how how you feel about the length of the album um, I, you know, I could have gone without a few tracks, you know, like cut it up. Like I'm always saying this about albums, but 10 to 12, mm-hmm. you know, so like cut those two, two tracks out. Like did, did it need to be an hour, an hour? Eh, maybe not. Maybe like 45 minutes. And I, I think it would have been just like, like really, really tight. Um, but yeah, the album's great. I liked it. Yeah. It, it was a good album. It, I mean, it'll probably like rank as far as what I've heard so far this year, which hasn't been much like, uh, last year I went hardcore and I, I burnt myself out on listening to new music. So now I'm just kind of like, I don't know about you this year, but I'm trying to listen to, uh, you know, all the major releases and all the ones that people are hyping up. And I'm trying to do some, you know, side research as well on some like smaller stuff, but I, I'm, I'm not going to go in and like last year I set up a goal to listen to a hundred albums from 2019 and I accomplished it this year. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to listen to what, really whatever I want, but, uh, of, I don't know. I, I've probably heard 30 records this year. I probably rated 15 of them. Um, mm. well, maybe I've heard more. I'm probably like 40 new records, but I haven't, I haven't set a rating to them. I haven't set a rating to this album either, but, um, on the four times I've listened to it, you know, I'd, I'd say eight or nine territory, yeah, probably more towards the eight, but man, I thought it was solid, man. I thought it was a, it, I mean, a, a great listen, um, for just chilling, man. It's just chill, chill stuff. 
uh, sit back, relax, have a good time. Definitely Matt Core. Yeah, see, I was. Ag- I think yeah. that it. I think that it accomplishes what I think, in my opinion, is what a down tempo album album is meant to accomplish. Which is, I sure. think that it's something that you should be able to put on and like just have as vibe music, but also have it in uh like have a have a interesting beat and sound to where you can like put it on and if you want to just pay attention to it and like dance to it or you can do that which there's sure. more that of that in this i think which is one of the things i think are interesting about it um like awakenings and currents those ones that you have a little bit more of a upbeat tempo to it you know what i mean yeah i thought this album was a little bit of both, you know. I don't think it's total background music. Like I think right. if if you want to sit there and you want to like hone in on the music, there's lots of musical cues, instrumental like parts that really right. shine that I think that you can grasp onto. But yeah, you you have that option. Like you could put it in the background or you could actively listen to it. Uh, I think that's kind of what down tempo music kind of is too. You know, it's uh, it's mm-hmm. got that. Like I couldn't. Like I probably couldn't put a lot of bright eyes on, you know, which is my favorite, you know, just in the background. Like I, I think that's something that right. you, you really have to actively listen to, like, uh, like appreciate. But yeah, this is kind of the best of both saying. worlds, man. This is this is a good vibe. Um, give me spring and spring and summer vibes, you know. I I take it out for a walk, you know. It's great. It's great stuff. Uh, and oh, man, I yeah. want to listen to it now. I just bamboozled <laughs> Matt. Yeah, I, you know, I found myself wanting to like revisit it. So that's how we know. I think it's something uh, to to definitely check out. So if you haven't, uh, you every you time guys listening, you know, if you haven't heard it, check it out. But what's up? Every every time I hear, every time a new Emancipator album comes out, I uh, like there's a period of time, and this is what actually this is how I know that you know he's top three, five for me artists like. Um, because I get the same feeling with Odessa and Kanye, um, where when they put an album out, uh, like there's a period of time where it's, it's really all I want to listen to. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'll put some yeah. other stuff on just like shuffling in the background or whatever. But like, if I'm going to listen to music, like there's something that just draws me to it and I can't listen to anything else. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a, a good, uh, a good like sign that it's a good album. You know what I mean? Like the albums that right. I really enjoy, I want to go back to. And I there there's certainly albums that I've enjoyed that I kind of save sometimes. You know, like I might not always want to like revisit. Like the the Bright Eyes record, um, I'm wide awake. It's morning. You know, I listened to a, sh- a shitload of that in high school. Nowadays, I I kind of mm-hmm. only bring it out for like certain times. You know what I mean? Uh, special occasions that's right but you know i think uh but like back in the day like when i first heard it that's all i wanted to listen to you know so i think that's uh that's a sign of a good album really um so yeah emancipator you know i think we can put a pin on that you know um emancipator album i'm so relieved was good yeah matt (laughs) matt was kind of uh i I was trying to get under matt's skin the entire like what has it been four (laughs) days or whatever i I, i've been trying to just say oh it's a mountain (laughs) of shit it's a terrible album uh just like just a slight digs and then like matt you were were hitting (laughs) the big day being better than than (laughs) i said that the big day was ambitious which that was a lot <laughs> that should have been the yeah. tell all because I I would hope you wouldn't believe that I I thought the big day was ambitious. 
Um, so, I mean, I, I almost lost <laughs> you there in the uh, chat, but then I kind of like got you again. I think I, I got you to forget yep. about what I said because I, I, I thought I was caught there. <laughs> and Drew, our friend Drew caught it. He was like, what if he likes it? And then this is all a ploy. I was like, fuck, Drew, shut the <laughs> hell up. I'm trying to confuse this man because I wanted this podcast to have a little bit more edge to it. It didn't really have that, but I still think oh, that, man. <laughs> it's a nice surprise. I was on my toes, dude. The whole time, like when you had me talk <laughs> about it first, I was like, surely he's doing this so that like he can tear it apart right after. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Um, no, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. Like if I had to place it, I don't think I, I finished my thought, you know, I, I'm as of right now, it's in the, the upper half, probably, you know, um, top 15, Man, that I've heard top ten maybe um, of what I've heard this year, maybe even top five actually. I don't know. It, it's been a weird year. Um, wow. So yeah, let's talk about um, let's talk about some other stuff because some some other stuff did drop that uh, you Thundercat. know Thundercat dropped. Um, yeah, let's talk about Thundercat. So that album, um, it is what it is. Love that album cover. Love the title. I love Thundercat as a person. You know, I didn't really know much about him. Obviously, we've all heard Drunk, and um, you know, we know that vibe. You know, I thought Drunk was okay. I mean, I thought he was a really good, good player. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was too long of an album. Uh, I, I also thought the production had some lacking in Drunk. I'm still talking about Drunk, and um, yeah. Well, I think what I disliked the most was these like beautiful passages mixed with like the 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 the, the really out there such satirical content. Um, I don't know what it yeah, is I'm about like funny haha content, like Frank Zappa tier stuff. Like I haven't quite hopped that fence yet. Like I love yeah. as far as you know, just to get into Frank Zappa because the yellow snow. I think there's actually lots of comparisons to Frank Zappa and Thundercat, to be honest. And I I, I know Frank Zappa Like if he was a bassist. Yeah. And I think uh I've seen an interview where Thundercat talks about him, so I I, I would wager to bet that he's some sort of influence. Yeah, there was a, there was an interview with, with Thundercat recently where he talked about showing Frank Zappa to Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg digging it, which is kind of a weird a weird world to kind of think about, but yeah, you know, like Frank Zappa, it's like, I love the instrumentals. I I think Frank Zappa is, is Mm -hmm. I mean, he's great uh, on the guitar. He's he's a wonderful composer, arranger, you know, of music. It's great. It's very fun. But when the lyrics come in, some, sometimes it kind of like takes me out of the element, you know, don't, don't eat the yellow snow as an example, you know, that kind of thing pops up a lot on Thundercat projects like uh, beat my meat and, you know, just like masturbation and fun mm-hmm. and funny haha stuff, which is fu- like I, I like I, I like a good dick here? joke. You know, it might be the Dragon Ball Durag that he Durag? says. Durag, this man just said Durag. Oh, Durag! This man just said Durag. Wow, I've been dieting. I'm deprived. Our, yeah, uh, <laughs> and I'm our, dyslexic. And we're white. <laughs> um, anyways, you're making fun. You're making fun of somebody with a disability right now, and I, that's not okay. I think Justin. I'm making fun of. Uh, uh, never, <laughs> never mind. Anyways, so yeah, there are moments. I'm covered in cat hair, but I still smell good. Is that what he says? Yes. So I thought. Dur. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> to like bring that over to the new album, um, I I thought overall this 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 one impressed me more than Drunk. I thought Drunk had higher highs for sure, higher songwriting moments. But um, I thought that there was a nice balance between fun, 
you know, tongue in cheek humor and like really nice, uh, lavish instrumentals that uh, captivated me. But my one gripe with this fucking album that Anthony Fantano said, a lot of people have said, is the mixing is God fucking awful. And it's done. Mm. Well, I don't know if it's totally done, but Flying Lotus has a part in this. And if, uh, you know, I I just recently revisited uh, Flamagra, Flylo's last project, and it's got the same sound to it. It's just very muddy. The instruments, like like mm. they, they just all blend in together. When you want to hear one instrument, it just gets drowned out by a million other things, and it's just not what it needs to be. I don't know what it is with this year and fucked up mixing, like the Gambino project, this and all the yeah. other. Like it's I don't like know. A trend. I think it, it it is kind of like a trend. I don't I don't like you know it what, though. I don't fuck with it. I want it to stop, but what's I think up? This could this could mean that there's an there's a door for me because I am not very good, you know, I'm pretty <laughs> inexperienced Perfect. as a producer. So like maybe Use- I put it put out an album and people are like, "Wow, it's intentional and that's genius." I just, you know, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of that, you know. I really like the album overall. I think I would also give it an 8. Again, I give really high scores usually. Like I, I, I either give a high score or just I don't rate it at all. Kind of a stupid rating system. Mm-hmm. There's no really reason. Like my rating system is just to just decipher what I like, kind of, and what I absolutely fucking love. Like the, the, an album has to be really shit uh, for me to give it like, like a low low score. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was like an eight, you know. But it's kind of slipping for me. My friend Drew, our friend Drew, mm-hmm. I should say. We could share Drew. Um, we were talking about t- today in chat, and uh, we're 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 kind of both in that same vibe of like it's kind of slipping for us because of the mixing. So, uh, but but what did you think of it? I'm blabbing on. My first listen, I gave it a seven, and I'm staying at a seven. I think that the so like I think we have a disagreement on this actually because I think that the album gets a lot better at about the halfway point. I like the first part, but I I liked the last part too. I like all of it, but like what holds it back from being a true really great album uh is is the mixing in my opinion. Like I really think that if if it had better mixing, better production choices, this could be a 9 for me, honestly. I think I I, I really yeah. like I I have that will to to go back to it cuz there's like really fun songs that just kind of cheer me up. Ha- like I have a good time with it, you know. Um so just like t- to go through some of mine. I like Dragon Ball Durag. Like that single actually got got me hyped for the album. Um but let's see here. Hold on. I have to pull up the album. I'm not a I'm not a, I'm not a true fan. It is what it is. Here we go. Yeah, I know you like Fair Chance, right? Yes, I do. A lot. I like Ty Dolla Sign a lot. Um, but you know, that's why I figured the little B wasn't my favorite. His singing was a little flat. Like it started out okay, and like I I could get behind it, but then the singing kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can still look over it because Ty Dolla Sign has a he has a great voice. I wish he was a better writer. He 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 he's stuck in that like party next door lane where he's just this like he's better as a feature than a solo artist which really bums me out honestly but um Mm -hmm. the other ones that i really like i love the track i love louis cole i like that one a lot that's like a weird sitcom 
intro music, theme music to me, but like it's with jazzy little embellishments. That's crazy. I also like mm-hmm. Miguel's Happy Dance because it makes me happy. So those are my favorites. Um, I don't really have any least favorites. You know, there are there are tracks that uh, I, I I don't think I, I I don't actively think about. I'm not like over over the moon for. But really, man, it's mm-hmm. just the. I mean, I again, I don't think there are highs. Uh, of like tracks on tier with that, you know, like them changes and that kind of a songwriting on this album. Right. So that number one holds it back from like a 10 out of 10 for me. And then the mixing also holds it back. So like for those two reasons, I'm out uh, as uh, you yeah. know, Mark Cuban would put it on shark tank, but um, <laughs> yeah, for those reasons I'm out um, and I'm, I'm slowly like detracting <laughs> from the album. You know, it's only been like four or five days, but the first two days I loved it. I thought right. it was going to be in like my top five this year. And I guess currently it is, but um, I think it'll go away. You but, know, Going into this podcast, I could not have predicted in a million years that we'd be cherishing Mountain of Memory and dogging on it is what it is. Yeah, I know. You know, it, it just it's it's kind of a <laughs> you know a, a, a switch up. I don't know. I still like it is what it is, but it's just it's not nearly uh, what I thought it could be. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's he's, he's a, he's a talented good. guy. It's, you know, he plays so good. Yeah. And he's such a different style. Hey, but hey, here's another way to look at it. You know, it it may not be as good as it could be, but it's a lot better than what it could have been. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, let me let me ask you this question. Do you think mixing uh, does does that play a role in whether you like her? Uh, just like an album, like 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 the mixing of something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because you know, I've because... I've been having this debate with myself over the past few months about albums that I like that sound like dog shit. As I care more and more about, I guess you you can call my ass a, a budding audiophile, you know. Because more and more, I'm like getting into like uh, just like a better system. Uh, learning about you know speaker placement and just trying to get the most out of my system you know instead of just casually listening on some fucking ten dollar earbuds like I used to do in fucking high school I've really been trying to get into that so but with this mm-hmm. like higher fi equipment I, I w- wouldn't call my stuff hi fi but just with my more expensive equipment right my headphones my speaker system um, these imperfections they really show whereas before everything sounded like mm-hmm. shit so i i just listened to the music but um what i it's hard for me because sometimes there's really good songwriting there's really good ideas but the mix sounds like my butt and i don't like that so where do you stand right. on that like ha- have you ever had a track that you absolutely love the song the songwriting it's great but it sounds like absolute dog shit and have you like kept it back I to listen still- to it well, I still struggle with um, uh, "Follow God" off of Jesus. King. Yeah, that, I think that that's a that's a, a rough horribly one. mixed song. Like, I I still will listen to it just because I think that like the song is there, but that mixing is so so bad. It's like 
an abomination. Yeah, dude, that like uh, that kick hits like it's just like a, a stale fart. Oh, it's you know? so it's, bad. It, it is a really bad thing. And then everybody was on so Twitter. Like, the kick is so spread out. Everybody was on Twitter uh, tweeting Mike Dean like, "Yo, are, are you gonna fix this? Are you, are you gonna patch this?" Because Jesus is King did get better. For everybody who hasn't revisited it, got it. a lot better. I think it got a lot better, like the last few Kanye albums have done, which is fucking stupid. Just get your albums right before you release it, but that's a whole other podcast. Seriously. Um, but yeah, people were tweeting him like, yo, are you going to fix Follow God? And he was like, nah, man, that's just how it's supposed to sound. It's like, that sounds like my <laughs> ass. Mike Dean's lost his fucking touch, man. Fuck that guy. Um, so yeah. Man. Yeah, you know, the big ones for me have been the Gambino project, which uh, I might talk about here in just a second that I've really enjoyed. Uh, I think the songwriting's great, but uh, there's lots of moments that are so unfinished. It's like this could have been so much better, but I still really enjoy the songs. Also, the uh, you know, not to uh, go here, you know, uh, you know, John Prine did just uh, did just leave us, rest in peace, John. But your mm-hmm. last album sounded like ass, but the songs are really good. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if you can talk to God and get a second chance to fix that bitch, or like maybe that's in the estate. But God, oh it sounds so bad. Oh like his vocal sounds like he's like in a cardboard box room. It's so flat. It's dead. There's no. There's nothing to mm. it. But the songs are so good. <laughs> like the songs are yeah, really shame, really good. Man. But it, like it's a God, shame, the vocal especially sucks. In his case, because like. He's not a producer, right? He doesn't produce himself. Yeah, but he had the so like money if, to fix it, so I don't know why. Right. If somebody has a hand in <laughs> on production, like if somebody's like a producer artist, you know, then I'm w- going to be way more critical. Um, yeah. Literally. But, yeah, you know. Um, everyone I've talked to says that the, the last John Prine album, I honestly think it's a great album. I'm going to rate it highly regardless of how it, it's mixed because I think the songwriting is so strong to, to to be a songwriter for that many years and to come out with an album like that that's fucking talent let me just put that out there before before I shit on him um, but yeah like I don't know what happened everything else sounds okay it doesn't sound like amazing but the vocals sound especially flat and lifeless and they really stick out and it, it sucks because mm. I like I, I like the songs um you know, this is how you know that I'm just straight 100% because a man just died and I I ain't I ain't waiting. He still gets the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like standards, people. All right? That's how I hold my own work. That's how I hold other people's work. So when I'm dead and fucking gone, I want some bastard to be like, that graphic sucked dick. Those color palettes sucked. That typography. His work is a sham. That's right. That's what I want. I want someone to be like, that kerning on that type sucks so much dick. Fuck that guy. Rest in peace. That's what I want. But no, I love <laughs> I love John Prine. His last album was just not mixed very well. But yeah, that's kind of been Speaking a Speaking of a mixes. Yo, what's up? Um, so actually, that's one of the reasons why I am not a super big fan of this new Peach Pit album. I'm pretty disappointed by it. Oh, um, really? I think that, oh, yeah. And it's You're not saying. even that it's mixed poorly. It's just mixed. It, like, it has a very different sound from their first album. And I really, really liked the sound of their first album. So I don't know if they got a different producer or if their producer just changed his approach or what the idea was here. But it sounds way different and not for the better, in my opinion. Like, it's a completely different. Like, it feels, it feels different. But, like, and I think that it's good for 
and ours to evolve and not do the same thing over and over. But I don't know. It just, it feels like the wrong direction for me. I didn't listen to it, so I can't comment on it. Um, I do like that one peach bit album though, that you showed me. I liked, I, I was, so normal. I was an early adopter of, of the pit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I, I listened to that one EP that has the really cool cover. Sweet with the, F.A. Yeah. Sweet F.A. Which I, I love that title track too. Um, but the album was great. Surprised so me. I didn't think that, that they would be anything special. I thought there was some more indie pop fodder, you know, that have a few good singles and then they mm-hmm. can't really, you know, back it up with an, a, a, a memorable album that happens so much, especially in indie music today. But they surprised mm-hmm. me. Um, I, I might get this new album a listen. I probably won't, but you know, <laughs> I, uh, sorry, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, w- can we get better producers in the house? What's happening? You know? I don't know what's going down. I don't know, um, man. There's but a I'm void. telling you, dude. I feel like this is a this is an opportunity for me, <laughs> for Matt, to take the I fucking feel, I feel crumb. Like yeah, That's right. Dude, because I actually don't hear a lot of this uh, problem as much in like electronic style music. Sure. Um, it's not quite as big I as think, a thing right now. So I'll be I'll be groundbreaking I think, with my shitty production. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I can't wait to announce that shit when you have uh, an album out, which should be like, what, like Mm a few months, maybe? Honestly, I'm going to try to have something out before the tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, (laughs) Damn. I I still have to write like like nine more songs. (laughs) Oh, wow. Or eight more songs. Because I want... I want it to be, I have an intro, but outside of that, I want it to be 10 tracks. So I have, I have an intro and then I've got uh, four tracks done and I want, I want there to be 11 and I'm not great at math. So you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What else news that's uh, come out that's uh, got your fancy that you've been digging on? As far as like music? Yeah. You know, not a lot. That's about it um, for new releases. Um, I think we've already talked. I mean, I don't know if we talked. Did we talk about the Nils Fromm album? No, I didn't listen. Well, I, I actually, I, I, I take that back. I did listen to to some of that. I thought it was good, but it, it didn't like leave a lasting impression mm-hmm. on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, think I don't it, know. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's very minimal. Um, it's. You know, it's something that I think that uh, it's a good relaxing album if you like want to put it on in the bath or something. Yeah, you know? like that's a, it's a good album for that. Like well, it's good bath music. Yeah, I think he just kind of put it out too. Like apparently he had already written it for like a movie and just kind of had it around. So he was like, "Yeah, I'm just mm. gonna drop it." Something about that just kind of kind of gets to me sometimes. Like it, the music doesn't feel as important to me sometimes when I, I hear stories like like, I, like, I like that. that. It's just like, oh, you just kind of threw it out. Oh, I know one that we can absolutely dog shit on. Um, speaking of non-important <laughs> albums that are dropped by people who are good, uh, Sufjan Stevens, Wake the Fuck Up, bro. That album. I didn't even listen to it because P-U, I saw how much shit dude. you were talking on it. P.U., man. It's, 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 it's literally new age music. Um you know, like I mean, it's that, but it's like it's also ambient stuff too, glitchy stuff with his uh, stepfather. Uh, it didn't need to be a Sufjan Stevens release. 
again, I, I guess I'm just kind of a snob about that. Like, I like the, like I kind of like how Kanye does it. Like, he doesn't drop that many albums under his name, but when he does, they're important, you mm-hmm. know. Um, unfortunately, we have Jesus is King, but whatever, you know. Like, you you get my point. It's going to be important. Well, it is a it's important in his timeline for sure. But yeah. yeah, the Sufjan album is just oh god, I don't know what they they were thinking. Uh, it just sounds so dejected. And just so um, off the beaten path, you know, even for like new age and ambient music, like I'm a fan of ambient music, mm-hmm. so this should appeal to me in some way, but uh, it's just really, it really doesn't, you know, I think if it was released by someone else, it may be uh, like, like a seven for me, you know, but since it's Sufjan, mm-hmm. like there's tons of tracks that are beautiful, but if they had like some of his singing maybe some more acoustic embellishments. I feel like that they could have really lived, but a lot of this was very cold electronic music. It was very strange too. The lead music video for it is like this hardcore hip hop video where people are like doing wheelies and donuts and like motorbikes going down the street. And, uh, mm-hmm. with this like new age, all, all instrumental too. There's not a, a peep. So, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it's it really at all. It's strange to me that it's like a collaboration with his dad. I know. That's, I don't know. Uh, they were inspired by new age music. I'm not a fan of new age music myself. Um, it's fine, but it's really not that. I mean, God, I, it, it, it bums me out because it's, it's Sufjan Stevens. Also, I have more shit to shit on. Yo, Let's talk shit on Frank fucking Ocean. Those two singles suck so much mm. dick I saw it out my eyes, bro. They Those, <laughs> it was I mean, oh my god. And I I'm my a fucking sucker to, to I, I paid fifty dollars you know, for two small pieces of wax with these dumbass songs on them. Suck. What's really funny is uh this is this is this is shows this goes to show how unimportant those singles are. Uh I hadn't when you said, "Oh, we have more to talk about." I completely forgot that there were Frank Ocean singles that came out. I listened to them, and I forgot about them. And like my first impression when I heard them, I remember was that this sounds like he was noodling, and then he just said, "I could make a lot of money off of this noodling." Dude, the one where he sings in Spanish, that the Kendo or can't what? I, what? I liked Dear April more, but it still sounded like a really shitty, like, blonde D-side that nobody really wanted to hear. Like, it's not bad, but for Frank Ocean, especially, like, like a, I, I, as far as we know, a, a lead single There's for a, a forthcoming album. Yeah, I mean, come on. Disgusting. Oh, man, I am Very not going to be convinced Terrible. that this is um, going to be on an album. I'm not convinced. And if it is, these say acoustic, so I feel like it's going to be a lot, a lot more like going on with it, which actually for these could help a lot. So it's apparently like supposed said, to be like a know, house album. Like yeah, like it, it, it's supposed to be house inspired. So, um, and I know that, that there's uh, some uh, house producers that he's been working with lately, Sango and a few others, um, Justice. A few others that he's worked with, and and we've we've heard snippets from that little prep nightclub that he was hosting and previewing new music at, which is where I originally heard some of these snippets, and I was like, I have to get my hands on this vinyl, you know. Also, that you know, Blonde and Endless and all I mean, those are so expensive on vinyl. I I don't even have the budget to touch those now. So I didn't I didn't want to miss out on something, you know. And uh, here I am, 
man, I bought so much shit vinyl. I bought the Jesus is King vinyl before I, I even heard the album, thinking it'd be good. Why did I think that would be good? It's named Jesus is King. What the fuck is wrong with me? Honestly. Well, you know, stupid. We heard. We, I mean, you can't. You can't. Blunt, you can't. You can't beat yourself up because like all those Yanni <laughs> snippets and like. Dude, Yanni would have been fire. I don't from, give a fuck. Oh man, Alien. Oh my Alien. god. Did you know that I have blonde on vinyl now? Oh, Dark didn't you buy? Drew. Yeah. Oh, dude, we always talk about Drew, man. <laughs> Drew's the plug, you know what I'm saying? Bless Drew. Drew has so Shout much, Drew. so much vinyl. Um, I wish I would have bought from Drew Mini Records. That's right, man. Drew, Drew Mini Records blowing up, man. <laughs> um, I really wish I, I would have bought the Fleet Foxes second record, Helplessness Blues, from him. Did you get that? Who got that? I did not get that. Admiral might have got that. I don't know. Fuck that guy <laughs> for taking my vinyl. Um, I didn't realize I liked Man, that album. I wanted uh, did uh do you know if Tall ever followed through on buying Igor? I don't know. Maybe. I really wanted to buy Igor from him. And he literally like claimed it seconds before was I was it, going to. I was literally like typing it. Was it the deluxe one? The one with that's green? No. The green one's the cool one, man. It's it's beautiful. It's yeah, got that beautiful. I can't get I can't get any of them now. Like you can't get them. I mean, they're pricey now. Oh, the green ones are like 60, 70 bucks now. So, that's yeah. that's kind of fucked. But um but yeah. A lot of shit in the music. Drake dropped more shit. Uh but that's not terribly surprising. So, I I didn't think that was eventful enough, but I actually think that the Tusi slide <laughs> Is easily one of his worst tracks. Um, it's really catchy, but like uh, it's brain dead too. Like there's, I don't know. Like it's really meant to like be for kids on TikTok. So, and uh, our good friend Ari wrote a whole article about that uh, on our site, shelfquest.com. Check it out. But um, yeah, God, I just absolutely terrible track. Um, the 1975 dropped a new track. Uh, I know that that, that, that that's a very uh, hot topic. Uh, especially among the company here, you know. I mean, I mean, I think they're a hit or miss band too. But I certainly have a, uh, you know, I, I like them more than most. Let's just put it that way. But the, but but the new single mm-hmm. with Phoebe Bridgers was absolute garbage, um, which is a shame because I, I like Phoebe Bridgers too. That was garbage. And then the other album that everybody's talking about is the Eve's Tumor record. Um, which this is one that I was really hyped for, but that, but I wasn't I wasn't hyped for until like the the two weeks leading up to it, I guess. Um, the lead single, "Gospel for a New Century," that's it. Um, fantastic track, I really dig it. But um, the rest of the project is 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 really really out there. Um, I think there, there, there's a lot of hits. There's also a lot of uh, misses. I think. Um, Comparing it to their last project, I didn't love their last project, but I, I think it was a little bit more cohesive than this uh, new Eve's Tumor project. Um, lots of tracks don't seem like they really mesh together in this new album, but I think there's lots of good ideas. Kerosene is great, Gospel uh, for a New Century, fantastic. All the singles are really good. Um, I would give it a B, B plus on a good day. You know, I can't give it a <laughs> A, a number just yet because I've only listened to it like once and a half so I don't want to say too much on it but I know it's a hype release and um, I thought it was interesting but uh, I don't know if it's going to stick for me so yeah that's I, there um, 
I've started I, it a couple I times. I think you you would hate it, honestly, just, just because of the vocals, really. I just I I want to give it a fair shot, sure. though, and I just have not been in the mood for that. Like, I, man, I think you put me in one lane, and I'm not ready to it, leave that lane. It's yet. very artsy. It's very artsy, almost too artsy in some points. Like it's so pretentious. Like it's kind of up its own ass in, right. in some some places. Mm. But I think where where it does experiment, um, and and does it right, it certainly pays off like a lot. So there are really high highs, but there's there's not very many high highs. There's probably four really high mm. highs, and the rest is just like that's eh, that's pretty good. To I don't really care about this. This is just noise to me. But uh, I know I'm, I'm sure a lot of other people feel feel differently. But I'm hoping that the album will grow on me. It definitely seems like an album that uh, could grow on me. Uh, but it's it's very artsy, very. I mean, I, I, I for, for my listening, it's very out there. I say it's experimental, but I'm, I'm sure some people would scoff at that. Like, huh, that's not huh. experimental. You don't ah. listen to washing machine ambiance. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm not listening to harsh noise or uh, you know. Uh, metal, metal machine music or any of that stuff, but uh, you know, it was it was cool. Probably a seven or an eight. You know, there's there's my third eight eight of the night, but I'm sure they'll fluctuate. Honestly, um, all of them. Yeah, you know, I I could see Emancipator going up. Place. I could see Thundercat going down. I could see it going way up. I don't. It just you know what I'm feeling now. It's only been like four days, but um, overall, an interesting interesting last few weeks for music. Um, two, I was so hype for uh, last Friday. And, uh, you were so. I feel like I got I got good stuff out of it. My question to you now is: current album of the year is the Emancipator Project, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, s- it is. since that's kind of like a given, I figured that what's what's the second best album of the year? Like, surprise me. I, I just uh, I want to know. Man Alive, King Cruel. That's not going to surprise you. I don't uh, think. I feel like that's what I was thinking too. So okay, yeah, you're you're pretty much and in line. Number three is uh is uh Tame Impala. Oh wow, where's the weekend rank? Oh yeah, the weekend. Where where does that rank? Does so, it rank? Have you ha- well, have you placed it yet? Oh man, I don't know. Cause sometimes I listen to it and it's like I'm staying at a six, and sometimes I listen to it and I'm like, I could take this to an eight. But even so, I could take it up. It, even if it went up to an eight, I feel like it's still not gonna top Tame Impala. Wow. Because I am, after all, the Tame Impologist, as I've been coined. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Tame Impala project I haven't played since really, besides like a few singles on uh, you know when, oh, when we're together man, and stuff. It. I think I need to give it another shakedown, but I don't think it's as good as his other projects. But uh, I mean, it's got its place. No, um, right. So yeah, I don't know if you saw in chat what my album of the year was because I was talking about it today with with, uh, with some 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 folk. Mine's edgy, man. I mean, mine mine this year, you know, it's like 2016's back again. It really is kind of disgusting to me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to get an an invite to the. Trishing Club, you know, monthly. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna get a an, an, an invite, but my number one fucking album so far, and I definitely think this is gonna change. But dude, it's that Childish Gambino project, man. I think there's so much, dude. It's oh, ge- really, it's genius. It's a genius project. I thought I don't know. I thought for sure you were about to say Lulu's Vert. So that's a close second, and that's that's why mm. I said that this is like 2016 because like my, 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 my top three I don't know if I'm gonna give weekend the, the the third spot but let's just say my top 10 
you got The Weeknd, you got Gambino, you got Uzi, like all artists that were big before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, um, Childish Go Gambino. We had Post Malone in our top 10 so And, and far we got shit on it. But honestly, honestly, hey, we were right. It was a right. move and I'm proud of it. It, it was. And I still like that, 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 well, th- people th- that album. People forget that the first half of 2018 wasn't that impressive. No, it wasn't. Like I think that, we we put that out right before Kidsy Ghost came out. And come think, on now, that know, album wasn't that fucking bad. I don't care who you are. That album was not it's that not bad. bad. Is it best album it's of the year? Pop. No. But did no. we put it on our, our final list? No. Because way better no. shit came out. It was on the so far list. Calm your tits, people, man. Come it's on. It's just pop. It's just pop it's music. Just Have pop. fun with it. Um, I still think that's his his best the hollywood's bleeding was just it, it was very like hit or miss but it had some okay stuff on it anyways but yeah the childish gambino man you know i really think that he doesn't give a fuck anymore like we already had a whole podcast about it so i'm not gonna dwell but you know i i, I just don't think he gave a shit i i i think he wants music uh, the, the music side of his career to, to, to maybe end maybe just a childish gambino moniker to end hopefully so he drops by that Hopefully he drops more music. I mean, even if it's under Donald Glover or something else, I'd be happy with it. But I think he just kind of wanted wanted this chapter to be closed, had these songs planned on a big album, you know, but just never got to it and just kind of so dropped it. I really believe um, I, this isn't a perfect record for me. So album of the year is, 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 has not been claimed by a 10 out of 10 yet. Uh, I have hope. But uh, yeah, you know, for me, it's a solid nine. And uh, I know that's a very controversial statement because I, I everyone I talk to hates this album or just doesn't like it or thinks it's totally forgettable. I think it's easily Man. the I think it's easily the most memorable album of the year for at least for me. It's got so many great moments where I just want to dance. So many moments where like I just kind of like it, it, there's heartfelt moments. There's really beautiful moments. Um, and I, mm. I I think thematically. Uh, the like the 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 flow of the album is amazing too. Um, there's really only one track uh, I, I, outside of that first intro that I dislike, and I I, I want to say it's 3322. Again, I'm I'm really pissed that my favorite album of the year so far doesn't have song names, an album name, or a fucking cover. Yeah, that's a bummer. But um, I'll, yeah, I want to say it's 3322. It's it's the one where. Everybody's comparing it to Yeezus, the one where he's just kind of screaming. It's this tribal, mm-hmm. very like industrial hip hop kind of a thing. Um, maybe not industrial hip hop, but it's it, it it has a lot heavier production to it. I don't think that's all that great. I mean, for for me, as far as listening back, I think for a live setting, it could be hype. Like I could see it being good, but it it doesn't it doesn't add to the album. Um, the introduction of just noise adds nothing. But every other song, I think, is either really good or like I definitely enjoy that. So um, I think there's some major highlights, major highlights. I'm really annoyed with like if it's true that he is just put this out as like a silent, like like a quiet farewell. <laughs> um, that would be so disappointing because I feel like he was like honestly. I mean, I know he's had big hits um, ever since even starting, but I feel like in the quality of his music, he was beginning to get to a peak. And this album actually, I think, could have been a major peak. Uh, it's just like it's the like the mix is 
so bad for me. Like, I, it's hard to listen to. Yeah, this this goes back to that uh, question of it. Like, yeah, you know, does the, 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 the does the songwriting, does the creativity, can that bring it back for you? Because I, I definitely agree that the mix. Well, I don't think it's as bad as the Thundercat album. I think the Thundercat album is one of the worst produced records of the year, easily, that I've heard. Again, I haven't heard every record that there is, so don't hold me to that. But from what I've heard, from the 40, 50 records that I've listened to from this year, easily the worst. Um, So muddy, I I, I can't make anything out. This one just feels unfinished Mm -hmm. to me. Like, there are parts that, like... It feels uh, like demos. Yeah, yeah, I, I, like it. Yeah, definitely. It just feels like early cuts. There really could have been something else there. So I, I mean, honestly, like I think if it was fleshed it, out, you know what? This could have been a ten for me it, easily. A classic. I, 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 feels, I think it's the best thing he's done easily. Still, it, it, it feels even less finished than the life of Pablo when it was first put out. I agree. Which is crazy. <laughs> I no, agree. That was a mess when it first dropped. That was a, and this is a mess too. You know, he didn't even give it a fucking album name. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. it's a shame. But you know, if that is a testament to how much I like it, uh, it being unfinished, but and it still being that you know highly uh, you know regarded in my mind. Um, yeah, I just I love it. I played it a million times, um, and uh, it's just it's just a it's a great vibe. I. Even in its current state of being totally fucked, I still think it's the best thing he's put out in his career. Which, again, I don't think Donald Glover, or excuse me, Childish Gambino, has an amazing music uh, record. I think he's always been a very good singles guy. He's dropped some great singles. Mm -hmm. The last album had a few bangers. Um, welcome to, you know, this is America, not welcome to America. Sorry. This is America. I mean, even, even on because of the internet, you know, there were a few great tracks, but, um, honestly, yeah, I think this is his best by, by far, even fucked up. Um, there are some tracks that I absolutely love. And again, I wish I could tell you those tracks, but I can never remember the song names, but the numbers, there's too many numbers that you already got to memorize. You got to memorize your social security. I don't even know that. I don't even know that. Yeah, man. It's so a, it's a lot of numbers out there. The ones that I can remember, I I like the two that are named. The um, algorithm and time, I think, are great. Um, and mm-hmm. I I really like the one that comes after time, like the transition into it. It's very dancey. Again, I don't I don't know the don't know the song name. And I love the last two records. I think are fantastic. The one with this kid at the end is a very beautiful moment. It's great. And then the last track, I talked about it on one of our other podcasts where, um, it's, it, I swear to God, it's, it's a retrospective from, from Kanye's perspective, from both sides of his personality. It's genius. Mm. It's a genius song. And I really wish that he, he would have just spent the time to fix it up, polish it and put it out because I think other people, would like it more and I wouldn't seem so crazy. Cause I, I keep saying this is fucking great. And it, it's honestly like I'm hearing a different album than the rest of you guys. I don't know, man. It's just so good yeah. to me. Like, I mean, top I tier as far as songwriting goes, he, it is, I agree a hundred percent. It's his best work as far as like the songs themselves go. It's just like the execution of it as far as yeah. just in the, just in the like the uh, in the studio in the booth like or not in that and like on the it's on, sad. on the laptop. It's sad because I like why, uh, I think what he put down was enough to finish it, and he has the money to just give it to like a producer and say, "Hey, can you finish this for me? Just add some instruments and and mix it and master mm-hmm. it correctly, and it would be done." <laughs> 
And it seemed like yeah. he already had an album right cover. There. And I'm sure... Like, this was an album planned. There were some people saying that this is a bunch of loose tracks. I disagree with 100% because of how the album flows. The tracks go together. So, mm-hmm. in my mind, an, an album of this length, of, of this magnitude, uh, I'm sure he had a name, uh, 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 videos, everything, a whole rollout for it. But everybody's forgotten about it. It did 25,000 um, sales. And that is abysmal. Um Absolutely abysmal for someone bad. as large as Donald Glover riding the high of the mega single "This Is America" and feels like summer. So, anyways, I'll get off my high what? horse from there. Actually, um, so this is a little fun fact for you. Um, he actually was the producer on every single song on this, and if you look at like his last album, he only was the producer on three of them out of eleven tracks. Um, wow. So, you know, just just hand it over, man. Just hand yeah. it to, to somebody, just, uh, somebody else. I don't know. I get it. Maybe he doesn't want to give his baby away. I something else, but, actually. Yeah. That, um, so, like, this, so I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about Emancipator. Um, something interesting. Even though I'm not a big fan of Snakes and Ladders, there's something really interesting in the second half of that. Um, that being, he actually samples one of his earlier songs on that that song. is dope uh i i i thought i heard it the first time i listened but then like this the second time i was like okay and then i listened back and forth he samples um wolf drawn off of his first album the second track off his first album he samples that and he it, it he like layers it in with all this other stuff that he builds around it i think that's really cool i actually might end up liking that if i like on, on a couple re- revisits i'm not sure yet so um, I think I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't really hear a whole lot of uh, artists sample themselves in like earlier in their careers, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, that was just side you know, note. hype. So far, the year has been it's been pretty good. Nothing to really like blow me away, as in like the best of the best, all time greatest. But a lot of good stuff that I've I've enjoyed listening to. Mm-hmm. The next few weeks have a lot of. Very hyped releases, at least for me. We've got uh, this Friday is the new Strokes album that I'm really I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. People have been liking that, and the week after that is the new Fiona Apple album, which has kind of been recently announced. I think that's going to going to be good, and uh, I know we're getting a Bright Eyes album too, which I'm I'm very I'm weary on. You know, like it's uh, my favorite band from my favorite artist. I don't want to hype it up too much. I thought the the, the lead single was good. I liked it for for the album, but uh, I want to hear it in the context of the album. And apparently, it's a, it's, it's going to be a long one. There's lots of tracks, which scares me. I don't know. I I wasn't a fan of their last project as much. I think it's one of their weakest. Uh, the People's Key. I mean, it's good, but uh, not my favorite. Not what I want to hear. The lead single for this mm-hmm. album definitely seems like it's more in line with what I want to hear. But um, I don't know. It's always a hard one, you know, when, when your favorite uh, artist re- releases new music because you always want to love it. But, uh, you know, you're, mm-hmm. I'm just a little worried that uh, it might suck because, you know, people coming back, you rarely do they do it justice to, you know, like what it what it was. I mean, I can only think of like maybe a handful of records of bands who have come back out of hiatus like Duster's new project was really good after so many years. Tribe's new project, mm-hmm. like their last project, was really good oh, yeah. after so many years. Like it, it's a rare thing, 
more often than not, people are like, it's like the Pixies. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm good. Like you didn't need to come back for two, Can't three more it albums. Anymore. It's just the, the, like the magic's not there. Just kind of give it up. So I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping for good things. So those are the three I'm looking forward to. Um, do you have any, anything that you're looking forward to as of right now or? Oh man, I just can't wait for the Here Comes the Cowboy demos. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. Hearing shitty songs get even shittier, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. How, no, I don't how, really have a whole lot on my radar actually for the rest of this month. So uh, hopefully, I'll just be surprised yeah, dude. by some something I hadn't heard of. Maybe we'll make you a Fiona Apple uh, fan before the uh, the album drops. Mm. You know, we'll we'll convert oh, yeah. you. But uh, yeah, overall, I think we've covered everything. I think so. Good. Well, any, anyways, guys, uh, you know, thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, hey, share it with a friend. Um, everybody's really bored with this coronavirus stuff, so uh, share it with friends and uh, listen to it if you're bored. And you know, we hope you you stay safe and healthy out there in quarantine and uh, self isolation or whatever. You know, I keep saying that I'm under quarantine, and I'm pretty sure that means that I have the sickness. I'm self isolating. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have the sickness. <laughs> So I'm not contagious. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, you know, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, and yeah, uh, be on the lookout for some, some new videos from us. We have some plan. We're currently working on a few that we're super hyped for. And uh, yeah, if you liked what you hear, follow us on the social media that you're listening to this on. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out our website. And uh, yeah, we will see you soon.